Bookish Besties podcast, where we talk about books and occasionally their film adaptations. We are your co-hosts, Seher and Taya. Just to let you know, this is not a spoiler-free podcast, just to put that out there. Today, we will be discussing the two prequels to the Maze Runner series, The Fever Code and The Kill Order, and this is the fourth episode of our dystopian season. So, The Kill Order is the first one that was published after the trilogy, and it takes place roughly 14 years before the first Maze Runner book was placed, and it is about when sun flares hit earth it kind of caused all the chaos so it's in the very beginning of the apocalypse and so it follows a couple of teenagers mark and trina and just their life especially because they still remember what life was like when it was normal and they kind of take in this child named Dee, which you later learn is immune which you also later learn is baby Teresa, and she's like five-ish four or five and then the fever code takes place a couple years after it around the span of of when Teresa gets there, when Thomas gets there, and then through all the way up until Thomas gets sent up in the box. And it kind of gives another perspective, especially when they all had their memories and kind of all the kids interacting from the Glade, but before the Glade in a different setting. So yeah, those two books were very important and yeah, really kind of showed the dynamics. I don't have much to say about the kill order, but I like how we got the perspective of, well, one new character when everything was taking place and from the beginning of the sun flare, so we got to see how, like, how everything started out. I don't really understand why a lot of people hate this book. I've seen several negative reviews when I was looking on like the reviews thing and it's surprising because I'd rate this book pretty high. Now, I did read this book, The Kill Order, in two days and, and the majority of it in a Costco parking lot, but <laughs> you know, my judgment may be a little skewed, but I thought it was an important book in the series because it really kind of gave information that I think was necessary. It had a nice arc, was kind of sad at the end. The only thing I thought was a little confusing was when Mark was dreaming because it wasn't quite clear when that happened. This book also only has Teresa as a child and no other people from the original series. She's around five, I believe. Her original name is Dee Dee. When I read this, I actually felt bad for Teresa because she's such a, like, a conflicting character. This just added on more, like, empathy. I was like, oh my god, I don't need this. The one thing that you realize is that because of what she went through, unlike most of the characters in Wicked, they actually saved her, especially towards the end, instead of being separated from their family or taken from them or killed, like, Newt. You have to understand that there's two different perspectives. In Teresa, her eyes, she was she was saved from them, barely, you know? Wicked took her in and they fed her, I don't know, and versus Newt, which is just chilling with Sonia. Yeah, so for the Fever Code, this book was really sad and messed with me a lot, especially seeing the life that the Gladers had before their memory was taken away and they were put into the trials. I appreciated that we were able to see what was going on before the maze trials began and like all the character as kids just acting like kids and one thing i'd like to say is that it's my second time reading the series and i kind of wished i read the two prequels before i read the trilogy just for the experience yes i felt it would have been very sad and it would have been interesting yeah i was just thinking about how different i would have thought the books were if i I read the two prequels before the series because you just get all that background information that especially Teresa, that she had her memories the whole time i don't know it would also be really weird to start with for example the kill order where there's completely different characters and then they most of them die and so the only character that's carried through is kind of because then it we understand that thomas is the main character of the whole series however he's not in the kill order which would be the first book you read
red. So it'd be very interesting to have Teresa's perspective and being like, she's kind of the main character. Oh wait, no, it's Thomas. Oh wait, what's happening? So that's kind of... One thing I thought about the fever code that made me really sad was I just remember the scene of Thomas where they were like low-key torturing him to try and say his name was no longer Stephen and it was Thomas. And the one thing he said was, there are two things they can never take away from me, my name and my memories. And the fact that they did both of those things and he was so adamant about those two things, it just... No, it, it's so sad. It made me so upset because, come on, what's wrong with your old names? No one's gonna remember those. A lot of the stuff that Wicked did didn't have any justification. I know. Okay, Wicked is so They're literal sucky. Because one thing is that I see is like people will be like, oh, Wicked isn't that bad. They're like trying to do something and they have the right intents, but they're so useless and they literally just waste all their resources. You know, I was gonna say that, Seher. Wow. That's exactly what I was gonna say. We're on the same wavelength here. No, I also, just the fact that there are so many, a lot of people are like, well, they had the right intentions. And I'm like, yeah, their intentions were good, but I think, I hope everyone's intentions is to find a cure. And the fact that they tortured children to find the cure does not justify- They didn't even find a cure. They didn't even it find a cure. It was all cure. pointless. Yeah. And in the movies, the people who found the cure were the kids who were being tortured. So take that. They're also, they seem very incompetent humans. The fact that they- They were, they literally started the flare and then they couldn't even solve it. Yeah, because another thing is in the kill order, they, that one of the first scenes was Mark and Trina running away from Bergs, which dropped down little people, not, they weren't little people, but they were averagely sized people, that started shooting the flare, essentially. They turned the flare. So the one thing is the flare works a little bit differently, actually a lot differently in the books and the movies, as we hopefully mentioned. So there were sun flares that came down and infected a lot of people. But then Wicked had the crazy idea of, hey, you know what, we need to learn more about this. So what they did was they made it into like a serum and they shot a bunch of people with darts and then they got the flare and then they all got sick and no one knew how, how it was spread. And I'm just like, you could have created- I'm gonna be honest, Wicked is so extra. Really, <laughs> the whole point of the virus in the first place was to get rid of the population. So then they'd have to take care of less people because of the sun flares, because the government couldn't support all these people. But then they were so extra that they need to shoot darts from the sky at random people. And it was a virus that didn't even kill the people. They just turned into these weird like maniacs instead. And like there are so many other ways, like this sounds really bad, but there are so many other ways they could get rid of like their population issue. And they had to do it like this. They were incompetent to begin with. One other thing is adding on to like Teresa and her personality, where everything comes from. So in the kill order, she was separated from Mark and she came with Trina to basically ground zero, which was a bunch of cranks. I just remember reading it where they were ripping the other girl's hair out. It was, it was not good at all. And when she talked to Thomas later on, she said that she didn't remember it. But then I remember somewhere in the books, she said that she remembered that because she, I know that she was quite young, but the fact that she remembered being held held in these place run by a bunch of cranks that were just infecting everyone, killing, and just torturing. They were doing all these things, and she remembers that, and then at the same time, she probably remembers Mark and Trina, and then her going in the flat trance, which that wasn't really clear, by the way, how that happened. That has to play a factor into her personality, and I just was like, oh no, she does remember that. Yeah, can we just talk about Teresa's character for a sec? Oh my god, <laughs> okay. There's so much I have to say. The thing about the series is that I can't my opinion of Teresa kept on changing because in the Maze Runner, she was like, okay, I didn't really care. Then in the Scourge Trials, I was like pretty iffy about that because of how she kept on like changing up on Thomas and the Gladers. 
And then in the death cure, I felt bad for her, like, more so than I did before. And I liked her more, I guess. And then we got to the, the kill order. And then you felt so bad for her once you realized it was her. I know, I felt so bad because we saw her childhood, like, before she went to Wicked. And then I saw the favor code, and then I lost, like, all respect for her at the- All, like, sympathy for end. her. Because of what she did with the gliders. I know, it was literally, like, the last, like, five pages just, like, changed everything Yeah, the, the epilogue where she had her memories. That was just, like, it's just adding insult to injury at that point. You're like, wow. So that's the reason why she, quote-unquote, knew things, and everyone just was, like, cool with it. Another thing is you also realize how privileged Thomas was compared to the rest of the Gladers in his childhood. In the Fever Code, he mentioned that, you know, his childhood wasn't really bad compared to Teresa's, at least, and that was a hard thing going into the Fever Code after reading the Kill Order. I was trying not to be like, Thomas, you have to realize that Teresa has been through worse than you, and I also kind of liked the fact that where they all, like, came together, and he met Mino and Newt and, and Albie, and they just kind of were this little gang, and they went around sneaking out. I know, they were just like, they were just like a friend group and they just Yeah, until they tortured Mina, which was probably Teresa's fault, not even Galley's. She probably reported them. One thing is that the Teresa and her whole memory situation, so basically this means that throughout the whole trilogy, she had her memories the whole time and she was working for Wicked, right? And it's just so messed up thinking about all the events that happened throughout the the trials and that she knew what was going on from the get-go because she had her memories and she was working with Wicked. She never left Wicked. She kept on working for them. And it's just so weird to think about. She didn't really care about the rest of the Gladers. Like, I remember when Thomas witnessed Newt jump off the maze when he climbed up on the wall and jumped off. When Thomas saw that, he was like, wait, wait, what happened? And Teresa just kind of brushed that off. All the things that Teresa brushed off after everyone was, like, dying and getting hurt, it's just, after a while, she seemed so cold and it was, I was so surprised because after everything she went through, you would think that she'd be more empathetic towards them, but apparently not. Yeah, and the fact that at the end of the book, like, Thomas is like, you know what, we will go up to Alaska, we'll take everyone up there with us, and we'll go escape and live happily ever after. The fact that, like, after Thomas confided her in this, and then Teresa, she said she'd be back with an answer, like, within 24 hours to see if she wanted to help him. But in that time, she literally went to Ava Page, told her about this, and then went back to Thomas and said, yeah, I'll help you out, but actually Ava was literally using this against him so then he didn't have the same privileges he would if he went into the maze and he just became another test subject and literally I feel so bad for Rachel too because of like Thomas and Teresa like Rachel is kind of dead because of that because she wouldn't have been she wouldn't have been killed by Beth if it weren't for Thomas and Teresa in the first place because that was not like meant to happen to her in the experiments Eris was also a part in that. Yeah, it's so weird thinking about Ares. He's such a weird character in the movies. He's awesome, I'm sorry, but in the books, just the thing is he was also isolated. So I just wanted to mention just the hierarchy or the just the way that people were positioned in Wicked. So there were like the adults, right? And then there were Thomas and Teresa and the pure isolation that they had had to not have been good on their brains. But then once they were allowed to talk to each other versus, for example, Thomas and Teresa and then Eris and Rachel, when they were allowed to talk, not together really, that was when 
when they were older, it kind of changed things. So then the fact that the Gladers, who were like the rest of the children, they just went to school, they ate food, they just hung out. The fact that they never saw these kids and then they were willing to sneak out with them just shows like, I guess, how good Thomas's personality is or something. Something about Thomas, because Thomas is like the only real person there. Because Teresa, they didn't really care about her, but they kind of befriended Thomas even before that. And he has to have some social skills, I'm guessing, because that wouldn't have happened any yeah. other way. Oh my god, can we talk about Newt? Newt makes me so sick. Basically, Newt was set up to die since he was taken in by Wicked. It's so weird to think about it like that, because basically part of the trials would be going into the Scorch, where the flare is very present, meaning Newt would turn into a crank and would die, or just go crazy eventually he was set up to fail yeah basically and the whole thing with him and what's the like actual name of his sister lizzie it's so sad just what happened between lizzie and nude and how they weren't able to be together and wicked we're gonna get to this a little bit later in the crank palace next week but just a little bit is the fact that just the fever code showed just how much that newt cared about lizzie and we don't know newt's original name but we do know just how much they like cared for each other because he was willing to sneak out and the fact that just the way that things went down it just makes me f so frustrated because out of all the characters newt was really the one that was like he didn't do anything wrong i mean none of them did really but uh, it makes me angry Another thing is when they all snuck out and when they actually escaped Wicked and they were like in the forest and the guards, their their childhood is already ruined to the fact that they don't have any parental figures and it's a very hospital-like environment that they're raised in. It's very scientific. They're working all day long trying to memorize things. They can't have fun, especially Thomas and Teresa, not so much the Gladers. And then when they escaped and not really, I don't think they were planning on escaping permanently. They just wanted to go out in the woods. Why not? So as I was saying, just just when they went out into the forest, kind of when they escaped, one thing that really struck me was when they were taken back, how Newt was separated from the rest. So I just think his childhood must have been so different because of the fact that they, he had to be retested to make sure he didn't have flair. But the fact that he was always knew that he was different, but not in a good way. Like Thomas, he always knew that he was special in his brain. You know, he knew things, he was smart. Versus Newt, he was kind of, he'd always been separated as well, but he knew that he wasn't immune. And he he knew that he would eventually die so just the fact that he just all that that probably wasn't very good for him all right moving on to theme one theme that's very present in the fever code is being naive we see Teresa and thomas both being naive in different ways with Teresa, it's obviously that she believes so much in wicked and that they can really come up with a cure for thomas it's that he just believes he can run away from all of this with his friends and have a happily ever after and also with like Gally and Mino they were trying to escape like they made a whole like a plan and everything while they were in Wicked as kids and that was naive of them they weren't able to and Wicked was just watching every step of them or watching their every step anyway so this is sad but there are a lot of times just as children they were being naive of their situation another thing is a lot of their personalities were very similar before and after which I thought was interesting because 
even without their memories, they were still very similar people. Like Mino, he would always draft these elaborate plans of escaping, and with Thomas, he actually managed to escape the maze. He played a key role in that, and so that was just interesting. And then after, of course, Wicked tortured him, because why not? They're wicked. They want to spice things up. Then he stopped doing that. Then also with Galley, he was not part of the rest of the group. He w worked like maintenance or something. He wasn't put in the same group as everyone else. He was like a mechanic or something. It was weird because he didn't- I'm pretty sure he was just one of the other dudes from group A, except he wasn't part of this friend group or anything. Yeah. But he was friends with Mino on the side. So, yeah, I just thought it was very interesting how their personalities were the same. What was it? Trina and Mark? They very much mimicked Thomas and Teresa's relationship. Not in the sense of, like, romantic ways, but I was just, like, the naming. I was just, like, Teresa, Trina, really? And just the fact that they kind of grew oh, up together. The no, the fact that they grew up together and they had all this history and it isn't, of course, the same, but they just, like, kind of reminded me of each other. Also, the names. Are you kidding me? Just <laughs> with completely different names. I mean, Mark and Thomas. Aren't. No, I just and also it's kind of weird that all of his books, all of James Dashner's books, were in this series were written from a dude's perspective, and I just want to know is that not intentional or was that because is it harder for him to write from a female's perspective? That just was kind of interesting to notice because I don't know there yeah. is there is certain differences. All the books in the series are from like perspective of Mark, Newt, or Thomas. One thing is hope, because I understand that's like an entire thing across the series, but in this one, it didn't really work out, especially just how they all fixated on Dee Dee or Teresa at the end, and they really just wanted to deliver her to Wicked because they were hearing that's where she could have a future. Yeah, they felt that Dee Dee was their last hope. Mm -hmm. It's just, it reminds me of the Crank Palace in the same ways that they just know where they're gonna end up. They know that they're infected, or they know the future isn't bright, and they're gonna eventually end. Yeah, and also in the Fever Code, you see like moments of them being hopeful again and again like planning escapes hanging out together and it kind of all just comes to an end when they're put in the maze where they basically just lose all their hopes yeah that was just like so sad to read too just the fact that they had all these plans and stuff and also the fact that they just like flung them in the little box they must like hurt after when they wake up in the box because the doctors are just like chucking these kids in there and they're like okay <laughs> It's, it's time, time for, for what, what, would you what would you do? <laughs> Ooh, I have one. Let's say you're not special like Thomas or Teresa. You're just a normal kid in like group A or B. Group B in our case. Would you have trust in Wicked? Un momento. You okay. can answer that first. Honestly, I wouldn't have trust in Wicked. Just like seeing firsthand how they're treating everyone doesn't give me much hope for humanity and that they're going to solve humanity's problems. So that's just, I don't know. What do you think, Taya? I definitely would not have trust in Wicked. Also, you maybe I'm not sure how much you are naive to the situation in this and how much you know what Wicked is planning to do and how that goes along because I also remember Ava Page and I believe it was in the Fever Code where she killed all of her superiors, infecting them all with the flare because of the fact that she thought that they weren't going to handle it the way that she wanted. They were planning on not doing the trials and then she's like, no, we have to do them still. So then she 
ended up killing them all because they all gave up they finally came to the conclusion there is no way we can find a cure this is all pointless and then ava is like no let's keep on doing it and they didn't agree so then she killed them all and then it didn't even work out in the end yeah quite frustrating it also also comes down to my situation or what would be my situation before i was taken by wicked if i was in newt's perspective definitely not if i was in Teresa's perspective it may have been a little bit different as i said history and your past is super important is there anything in the kill order like that could be applied to what would you do because like you're just like running yeah do you think okay like you remember when mark and trina they're like in the they're just in the subways and then the whole like layer situation happened the flooding oh that's where they got nightmares do you think yeah the flooding and like people melting alive do you think you'd live through that like first phase maybe because i'm young and spry no i'm kidding i don't know if i did it would be very nearly yeah yeah because like one of the big reasons that mark and trina lived is because of alec and Mm -hmm. what's the name of the other person the woman who got dragged out by her hair in ground zero i don't remember her name yeah so basically like alec like there's like dudes like threatening trina and mark for food and then yeah and then alec came and beat them up and ran away honestly what are the alec is what awesome. are the odds that like in this situation that you'd actually run into someone that would go out of their way to beat someone up for you and then help you along to get you out of there i just find that very unlikely so i feel like because of that also just Alex's personality i feel like that's very unlikely he's the type there's always that like one character it kind of reminds me of that character in bird box but the one with the gun where they're always like i hate you all and then they end up like sacrificing themselves for like the main character <laughs> and you're like where did that come from there it's always that like old survivalist weird dude that's just i knew this was coming i have my guns and my little pots of beans we're good and they're like okay thank you for saving us and he's like you're lucky we have you we say i saved you and then they end up like sacrificing themselves that kind of reminds me of what his personality is so that didn't really make any sense my question also for what would you do is what would you do if you learned that Teresa was immune or Didi sorry if you learned that Didi was immune would you go out of your way to take her to try like you know you're gonna die would you take her to Wicked or would you not I would take her to Wicked because I know that she's probably useful in finding a cure because she is immune to all of this and also relatively if she like stays at ground zero there is no way she's surviving like she will die and like also because yeah. I'm turning into a crank like I can't even trust myself you my can't s- trust yourself yeah I can't yeah. trust myself to take care of this girl so really the last resort for her having a future would be taking her to wicked no matter what wicked puts her through there it's like the only way she can like actually live yeah i also found that kind of confusing at the end when trina did not remember who mark was and then when they were like hugging flying into a building or something they were she was she was like mark and then it just ended and i was like i can't i can't believe that happened it hurt my soul that confused me at first but it's like a weird thing with like cranks and flares they just like get like glimpses of being sane again and then oh now you're mentioning the crank palace no (laughs) we'll talk about that later we need to wrap this up thank you for listening to this episode episode of bookish besties we are your co-hosts seher and i'm taya be sure to stay connected through our social medias in tiktok and instagram our tiktok is at the bookish besties and our instagram is at the bookish besties underscore that's rad our next episode will be coming out next wednesday enjoy toodaloo bye thank you for listening